testing, testing. One, two, three. One, two, three. Testing. All systems are go. Stop talking to the dog. I can't help it. It's just a dog. He's too cute. He's not. He's too cute. He's a smelly dog. He's smelly. He so smells. And gross. <laughs> He's very gross. <laughs> it's coffee break. Yay. Okay, we do the same intro every time. We did a, um, we took a, a week off. Not intentionally. Nah, but it was like a, it was good for like our health kind of week. You know? Well, no, it was not good for my health kind of week. Well. <laughs> it was an intense week. Had a lot to do. A lot of doing things. A lot of celebrating stuff. Like, we uh, we were drinking the weekend before. Just having fun with yep. each other. But yeah, we're back. We're back at it. In that week, not much has happened. But we have kind of watched a lot of television. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, saw some movies. Yep. I went back and rewatched Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah. And I liked it more the second time. Yeah. But it's still just dumb. It's so boring. It's just boring. <laughs> the the whole plot of creating genetically clone or uh, altered locusts. Yeah. Is so meaningless to the rest of the story. It just gives our characters a reason to show up mm -hmm. at the laps, and then they start messing around, and then all of a sudden there's dinosaurs. Yeah, and I'm like, it could have just been dinosaurs from mm -hmm. the That's how it's always worked. Just have another cool, make this one a flying dinosaur if you really want to. I don't know. They yeah, they felt the need to have a big predator predator fight. Yeah, as always. And right there at the end, it was like, there, there's no build-up to this. It just happens. I think the most egregious part was the way they shoehorned the classic characters into the story. Oh, yeah. It did not gel well with the rest of the, like, plot we've been facing so far. <laughs> it was so pointless. The, and, you know, I finished it, and I was like, how else would you have gone about it? Because this is Jurassic World. Yeah. Not Jurassic Park. It just felt like a desperate attempt at fan service to try to convince people to see it. Here, here's my, yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. Here's my theory or prediction, I guess, prediction. Okay. Maybe 10 years out, they'll make another Jurassic movie and it'll retcon all of world. I think, uh, yes, totally. <laughs> or do it in a way where it can retcon it, but also not really have to. Just kind of like quietly tiptoe around the topic. Yeah, Universal might be like, hey, don't ignore these ones because they made us a couple billion. Mm -hmm. But also, they're definitely going to come in and be like, no, let's just make it about paleontologists fighting dinosaurs. Yeah. like That's like, all we want to see. That was the kind of the thing that sold the franchise in the first place. <laughs> yeah. It's a wacky science book. Uh, Willow. Yeah, one thing we missed uh, last week was the finale of Willow. But we watched it. We did. We just didn't talk about it. Yeah, because we didn't we didn't have coffee break last and, week. And, uh, wow. It sure was something. Uh. <laughs> I can't remember much because it was so meaningless. It was a lot of, like, it was, it did not it, it need to be what each episode's an hour long yeah it was so like they clearly wrote down like basic ideas and then the last idea was final fight and that was what this whole last episode was dedicated to and it was just like waffling but the villain wasn't even worth it it wasn't even a 
God. Yeah, it wasn't even, like, an actual, like, the villain. It wasn't even Palpatine. <laughs> they didn't Palpatine it, which I guess is a good thing. But it was, like, just just some heretic, I suppose is the word you could use, who supports the crone. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it was a lot of nothing. <laughs> they might as well have just showed up and did a tic-tac-toe puzzle against each other. For all it was really worth. <laughs> the the whole show is not worth watching. No. Way too long. <laughs> There's so many things going on that you're just like, why does this matter? It... Who do they write it for? I don't know, because it wasn't original fans of Willow. Yeah, it wasn't for those people. I, I, I guess I can consider myself one. I can't imagine any, like... Young girls wanting to watch this. Yeah, like clamoring for m- more misadventures in the world of Willow's story. I bet there's a statistic out there for Disney that says uh, little girls like to watch Disney Plus more than little boys. I, what I was thinking, my theory was Disney looked and they saw um, Game of Thrones was doing numbers and Rings of Power was predicting to do big numbers. And I also <laughs> saw that both of those had primarily strong female leads in different, uh, like, big roles. And Disney was like, we need to do that. What fantasy thing do we have? And they're like, it could be Willow. Hey. Hey. If you like this content, please subscribe. You can leave a comment. Like it. We're also on Anchor. We're on Anchor. Both of our podcasts are on Anchor. So if you're on the go and you want to listen instead of having to watch YouTube, you can find us there. It also works on Spotify as well. Yep. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Because there's a Laura Dannon, and then they just like bullshit their strong female leads. But Disney, for some reason nowadays, can't make their female leads good at all. <laughs> you know that the thing like, oh, you're too woke, and people throw it around a lot. Every time I see someone use the word woke, I'm just cringe internally because it's just some like, like no one who's actually woke uses the term woke. <laughs> Fair enough, <laughs> but that that little argument that Disney's a little too more woke than everybody else. How about they've always have been? Yeah, it's just annoying. It's in every damn movie they make. It's not every I, TV show. I agree, but it's only annoying because Disney's really like they, bad at it. Yeah, they like put too much emphasis. Like, look, this girl can do whatever the man can do because she's a strong girl. It's like, Disney, stop. We can just have a strong female character without you shoving it down our throats awkwardly and always in, like, the worst ways in scenes. Like, so out of nowhere. It doesn't move anything forward. doesn't even make the characters look like fun, entertaining characters. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Not at all. Uh, Another one I had on here was Strange World, but we didn't even finish it. No. It was so boring. It was so, like... So bland. I would have rather just cried. Because <laughs> at least seeing, like, my the tears kaleidoscope the world around me would have been more interesting than Strange World. <laughs> Damn. I don't remember ever liking the main character. No. Can you remember his name? It was Jake Gyllenhaal. I know that. Yeah, I did not like... Oh, wait, we did talk about Strange World. Because I mentioned how they look like the Grubhub ad. Like, the same animation style. Or maybe I just said that to you. Or to myself. You've said it multiple times. But she said it again now. It's just, it looks the same. Taking a week off is kind of weird. A little bit. Because you're like, oh wait, what did I do? Mm Mm-hmm. Time doesn't work anymore. 
No, it doesn't. Two weeks ago feels like an eternity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we watched the rest of Destination Fear. We did. Last episode of season four. Short season. Very short. Uh, which makes... Compared to three, it's tiny. Yeah, which makes me theorize, because what, what uh, Ghost Adventures does is they'll do like a season and then take like a month or two and then have basically the second half of the season. Yep. But it might be labeled as another season depending on where you're watching it. And I, I'm theorizing that's what they're going to end up doing because I think the second half will be abroad. It'll be like Destination Fear Abroad or something. Because they wanted to go back overseas to other places. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. And it'd be more fun. Yeah. It's not something American ghost shows do. True. They tend to stay in America. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, how many times can we check out the Winchester? It does, like, Europe and, like, other places abroad, do they have as much, like, stake in the, uh, check out our haunted house market as America does. That feels like a uniquely American thing to have haunted houses. <laughs> so from what I understand, and if you guys know, just comment or uh, tweet to us or mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. But from what I understand, haunted houses are really just American. Mm -hmm. But I'm not taking away the rich history of Europe. Mm -hmm. Okay. That, yes, there are mausoleums. Yes. There are... Uh, What's those fun places you're never supposed to go into? Oh, catacombs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like 90% of Skyrim is just yep. in a catacomb. <laughs> uh, they got crazy dungeons within their bridges. I it's think, like a one particular bridge. I think the thing is with Europe and other places uh, overseas is that they don't dedicate the building to it. Like, it'll still be like, oh, yeah, this was the house where all like six people were murdered. You know what we did with it? We didn't. Uh, keep it standing and sell it off so someone can do ghost tours and then have every single ghost crew show up at some point in time and film here. What we did was we just tore it down and rebuilt it. And now it's just another building. <laughs> I wondered that too. And I'm thinking of one particular house in America um, where the dad, the mm -hmm. mom, the children, and like the neighbor who was staying over mm -hmm. were all found dead. And, like, they found a pound of bacon. What is this house? I, I'm i not going to remember the name of it, but I know which one you're talking about. It's not Lizzie Borden. No. It, the, the... God, I feel like they're all axe murderers at they, one point. They, they, yeah. But well, basically it was an axe. Well, that's another... Continue your thing. Okay. I was wondering it because it's, it's a horrific thing. It happened in, like, the 1800s. And when they got there, they could not solve it. Mm -hmm. and it's still a horrible tragedy so let's just keep this around and make it a museum yeah and what charge people 300 dollars a pop to enter and film here i i don't know i would knock that thing down like a hundred years ago yeah. would have knocked that thing down and just took the land another weird thing i don't think places overseas really have like abandoned buildings to the extent america has i think they don't have enough land to afford. Oh, here's this building and it's just rotting and doing nothing. We have nowhere else to go. We gotta just tear down this building and rebuild something on top of it. You know, it's not really nice to say about Greece. <laughs> I think that's a good thing. Use the land. Don't waste it. <laughs> True. Since they're all built on top of each other. Mm -hmm. Now I'm just curious. Like, is that why? No one ever goes. Because <laughs> it seems like... If you were to go to Europe and walk into a pub and just say, hey, 
what's like what's weird around here mm-hmm. paranormal wise right i bet you're always going to get a story yeah i get, i bet there's tons of stories but but it's all in buildings that are still fully functional and fully inhabited yeah. and stuff they're like yeah down in the cellar that used to be built in the 1600s it's like well yeah you're gonna have some weird stuff happening yeah. <laughs> we got old rickety building structures still here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um that could be also a cause of your problems yeah <laughs> but destination fear was fun it was it was not as fun as last time no but fun <laughs> uh okay the last of us we only watched episode one yeah as of right now the reason why is because somebody had to go to bed early on sunday it wasn't early and i wanted to watch the episode it was like 9 30 10 o'clock and i've already seen screenshots and i'm like this is where we're going i'm so excited i i'm excited i don't know the game as much as well oh, like... okay <laughs> we're gonna I'm... run to our first big baddie nice cool it's gonna be fun right but that first episode man amazing um it's like walking dead meets game of thrones like like the game of thrones budget and cinematography and like care meets the cool concept of the walking dead i cried i didn't (laughs) uh at the death of joel's daughter his real daughter Uh uh-huh and then when Joel got on top of the office or the security guy, yeah. the armed guy, uh-huh. who's trying to point his gun at Ellie, and he just beats him to death right there. Mm-hmm. I smiled. <laughs> nice. I was like, "This is gonna be so much fun." I love the casting. Oh, the casting is so much fun. Did you hear some people don't like Ellie's casting? Okay. Because she's not, quote unquote, as hot as Ellie, and everyone's like, "Ellie is a fourteen-year-old and a cartoon." <laughs> this is a real girl who's 19, by the way. Uh, that's really disturbing. That's really creepy, yeah. <laughs> that, you don't look young enough and hot enough. <laughs> I don't think... Uh, what is her name? I know her last name's Ramsey. Which one? The actress? Yeah. I do... Uh, nope. <laughs> I do think she doesn't look too much like Ellie, but yet kind of does. She's got the personality on point. Yes, personality and talking mm-hmm. but uh it was kind of a weird one because she doesn't really look like her she's also a lot older mm-hmm. but again that's not my issue i think it's probably a hard <laughs> job finding someone to cast as ellie yeah to be 14 and mm-hmm. not be annoying look close enough and get the performance good enough yeah yeah joel casting that's easy <laughs> i i was kind of questioning yeah. when they were first working on it was Pedro Pascal, really? I love him as Mando, mm-hmm. right? Oberon. I've just seen, oh, Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, he was a Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, 84. I like that one. I've seen him do weird little roles here and there. Mm-hmm. And when they were like, he's going to be Joel, and I've played the game, and I was just like, I don't get a Joel feel out of you. I don't get a Joel vibe. Mm. And they also kind of changed up Joel in the video game as a white male, right? Yeah, he is, huh? And Pedro Pascal is Hispanic? It's, I think, maybe? A Spaniard? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> they they cr- cleverly made uh, Tommy, his brother, mm-hmm. fit that. Yes, which is smart. And that plays really well together. You know, they thought about it with that casting and everything. Mm-hmm. And Pedro Pascal uh, pff, did a great job. 
He's th- still doing a great job. I think this is going to be a really great, really beautiful series. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a cool way to get people introduced into the idea of the story for the game without yeah. having to play it. Yeah. Which is awesome. That's how adaptations should work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool to see this one unfold and having played the game and then watching the beginning part of it actually be transpired into real life mm-hmm. was pretty awesome. I bet. Uh, and so it's it's so well done. It's like, remember Mortal Kombat when that came out in like 2020? Wow. <laughs> right? It's got a little bit of that, like it was a video game before this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and liked that Mortal Kombat a lot. I did too. I hope they make a sequel. What a surprise. When people who like care about the source material are working on the projects... And don't try to make their own version of things because they think they're smarter than you. (laughs) Resident Evil. What a surprise. It comes out really good. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, Resident Evil's just a sad, sad case of people just not fully understanding. It's it's the audacity to think, uh, the, the fact that they think I can do this and I can do it better. I have a smart way of going about this zombie concept, but I'll use Resident Evil to do it. Yeah, and hide behind the the strength of the franchise name. Yeah. No, like, uh, Welcome to Raccoon City, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I've got a story. It's a good one. But it's not strong enough. So I'm going to (laughs) take a contender for Game of the Year story Uh and smash that in there. And not just tell the story of the Game of the Year one. And then someone goes, oh, because Chris and Claire are, are siblings. You know, we could kind of tie that together. It's like, just what? No, no. Focus on the, <laughs> the first movie mm-hmm. being the first game. Focus on the second movie being the second game. You know, as bad as Welcome to Raccoon City was, it was better than that Netflix TV show. I don't know out. what the fuck that was. <laughs> I couldn't even finish that thing. At least I got a couple of cute little moments with Welcome to Raccoon City. I, I jotted out notes for the... Resident Evil Netflix series, mm-hmm. the live action one. And I've gone back to read them. And I'm like, this makes no sense what I'm writing. <laughs> like, I can't even it... understand the nonsense that I'm writing. Remember when Dr. Salvatore was there? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that great? Yeah, that made sense. Dr. Salvatore is the chainsaw bagged headed guy from Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. He'll be coming back this year. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. Uh, okay, so then after we watched The Last of Us, mm-hmm. I loved it. Oh, we, we topped off the, the evening with a really nice quality choice cut of entertainment. I'm not going to lie. This movie has me thinking about it kind of a lot. Yeah? I don't know. Do you, do you think about it, too? Uh, I was for a while there. Yeah, I'm still thinking about the complexities of the relationship between the two main characters. Mm-hmm. It is Banshees of Inswish. Of Inswish. It's a it's uh an Irish Gaelic. It's an Irish film. Yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of Irish names in this one, <laughs> uh, like Colum and God, the one character. Uh, what was his name? The, the one who was played by Mad-Eye Moody. That... That's not Colm. No, that is Colm. That's Colm. His full name was, like, Colm Leary 
something like he has three names as his first name hold on we got the name <laughs> wrong it's the banshees of insurance insurance yeah of course yeah 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 <laughs> thanks imdb <laughs> you suck hidden <laughs> buttons getting things figured out that's a uh, very true is colin farrell irish he's not yeah he is? Yeah, that was his normal accent. That's his normal accent? Yeah. Wow. It's weird that in he's his... He's so good at accents. And <laughs> in, in his normal Irish accent, he's very calm and like sweet sounding, right? Yeah. When he's in his American accent, he's like all aggressive yeah, and mean. Low, yeah. low toned. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to pull up all their names. Yeah. Oh, Colin Farrell and Mad-Eye Moody. So th that's our two leads. Brandon... Gleason. Gleason. Yep. yep. And uh, Colin plays Padrick. Or Podrick. 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 It was pronounced Podrick. The only name I recognized was Shabon, which was uh, Podrick's sister. And I yep. only know her name. Like, I saw it and I was like, yes, Shabon. And I only know that because I watched Dimension 20, which is a D&D &D group. And one of the people who played D&D on that one, her name is Shabon. And I was like, what a fascinating name. <laughs> I had never heard that name until last year. Where'd you hear it? Uh, it's one of the sisters of the Roy family from Succession. Oh, wow. The the girl, the sister in that? That's cool. her name. And yeah, I had to look it up. I was like, that's a weird name to have. It's a lot. But it's a, it's a Celtic name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's actually a really kind of cute name. It's like very pretty. The whole movie is very true to the Irish uh, language, mannerisms. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. Weird little art piece. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't call it a good movie. Uh, so it, but it's supposed to be a black comedy. And I'm like, okay, I get black comedies. But ah. he, here's the whole thing that's so weird. Podrick and uh, Colm meet at the pub. They, they live on an island off of the shores of Ireland. Mm -hmm. And they meet at the pub every day at 2 p.m. Yeah. A little early for us, but for them, I think it makes sense. Yeah, they don't, they don't have anything else going on. <laughs> and then one day, Colm just doesn't... This is where it starts, too. Colm <laughs> just decides not to even go in the pub and talk to him. Yeah, he just decides to completely ignore Podrick. And Podrick just kind of loses it because his only friend won't talk to him, and he doesn't understand why. And it's... Like, spoilers, I think they mention it in the trailer, maybe? He... The trailer's Colum, all over the place. <laughs> Colum cuts off his right index finger and throws it at Podrick's door. Yeah, to, like, get the point across that he does not want to interact with him. Because Podrick just keeps... Because, understandably, he just keeps trying to talk to, to Colum. Because, like, that's one of his very few friends that he has... And he just, like, keeps hoping, like, hey, you're gonna change your mind? You'll start talking to me again? Yeah. It's a crazy... It's a very interesting one. <laughs> the, okay, uh, Dominic, who's kind of like the village idiot. Yeah, played by Barry... I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Cohagen? Cohagen? Co Co he, he played Joker in the Batman. Yeah, he was also uh, one of the Eternals. Druid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Eternals. Yep, yep. Uh... He does really good. His mannerisms, his acting, his he's also Irish, so his accent's on point. Mm -hmm. But also a really just depressing character. The whole movie's real depressing. It is. It, I, you, 
I don't think I laughed once. There was one scene that I did think was kind of funny, where it was towards the middle-ish, maybe. Oh, no, I know a scene. It was, uh, he, he was, Podrick shows up, and Colm's like, just fucking leave me alone. <laughs> just stop, just leave me alone. And Podrick's like, okay. And he keeps, like, like awkwardly shuffling. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, just saying goodbye. And then he goes to, like, pat his arm, and Colm, yep. like, moves, like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> Didn't even touch him. He like reaches his hand out like he's about to touch him. It was when uh, the constable finally catches up to Podrick. Mm-hmm. And Podrick and Colm are having this uh, kind of... Like a tiff. Yeah, in the, the pub. Mm-hmm. And he grabs... The constable grabs Podrick's hair and he's like, I finally got you. Saying all these horrible things. Mm-hmm. And... Colin, with his one good left hand, just knocks out the officer <laughs> yeah. so they can finish their conversation. No, it's such a such a weird little story. Both men just... Like, you should watch it. If you got nothing else to do, watch it, because it's a, it's a thinker. Also, uh, the Banshee thing does play into it. Yeah. There's a reason why it's titled that. It barely relates. Like, you could have called this movie Donkey. <laughs> I feel like it would have been a bit more apt. <laughs> the Donkey of insurance <laughs> i think it wouldn't be a black comedy i think it'd just be a horror film at that point maybe <laughs> if you know what i mean it's kind of messed up yeah. and yes this is <sighs> i want to say avant-garde but it's not avant-garde it's not that pretentious no it's actually very well grounded on the nose like it, it just tells it how it is but there's some things in there that are kind of to be interpreted. Some things, but it doesn't dwell on those things. And the banshee part is the thing that you kind of... Well, at least for me. Because it's Miss Cormac. Is that her Cor- name? Yeah, Cormac. Mrs. Mrs. Cormac. Mrs. McCormick. Yeah. Yeah. The scary character. Sure. And not well explained. No. And shows up at probably the strangest times. Like, there's a scene where she's standing in the background and we're not even focused yeah. on her. and there was a mo- uh, both and you and I were like, Podrick, if, if she disappears, like, while well, something's, like, moving in front of her, I'm going to shit myself. <laughs> Podrick's the one we're focusing on. And I think he's kind of moving because mm-hmm. he's, like, waving goodbye. And you keep seeing, like, her still, like, standing in the distance Mm-hmm. And yeah, you just get that eerie sense like if she disappears, we're in a different place. Hell no. <laughs> but yeah, they, very depressing. Not for our children. No. Uh, I, I throw on your subtitles. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, you should. <laughs> they, yeah, they say fucking every single like two sentences. Yeah, but it's not even spelled the same. No, it's fucking. <laughs> yeah. It's O. Okay. It's they 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 spell it phonetically for the subtitles, mm-hmm. which is funny. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good movie. It just not something I would be so eager to come back to. No. And I probably never would. No. If I did find myself in that boat, yeah, I'd be kind of upset. <laughs> I mean, I I would watch it if like you know I went to someone's house and I didn't want to talk to anybody and it was on the TV. I would yeah, watch but it, but I'm mostly focused... You're not playing that at a party. True. <laughs> I was thinking I would mostly just watch it to pay attention to the cinematography the next time, rather than the actual story or anything like that. Great blocking, too. Mm-hmm. It was a very well-made movie. Yep. Weird. Weird little one. Um. So then, 
We watched another movie. Which other movie did we watch? Last night. Oh. Smile. And smile. <laughs> Came out last year. It's a horror film. It's supposed to be a thriller. Yeah. And <laughs> there's... There's some people who are like, this is just dog shit, right? Let's just get straight to it. That's me. I'm some people. <laughs> I am too. And then there's this other argument that this is a great, phenomenal film. It's all about trauma, and it's up there ahead of the curve of everything, and they compared it to The Babadook. No. <laughs> and It Follows. In, like, the most basic way, but not even in a good, interesting way, like how It Follows does. You know, I can uh, say the only way... It's really comparable to It Follows. Is it literally stole the same monster? Is that what the It Follows monster? Oh, yeah, that tall thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, full spoilers for Smile. I don't really care. It, it came out months ago. It's on Paramount Plus if you want to waste your time. And also it's bad, so don't even bother. Also, what is dialogue other than screaming? Yeah, it's so much. This was two hours of just, I'm seeing this thing. No, you're not. That sounds crazy. Two hours of just that, over and over again, of our main characters bumbling her way into a moment, saying something to one of the few characters, and then going, no, you're crazy, and then just waffling. Not even, like, good jump scares or anything. And that was the only type of horror it relied on was, woo, loud noise, and that was it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, stupid. Very stupid. Not even the design of the monster at the end was cool. No. It just had, like, a lot of, like, teeth inside of its own teeth. Well, it had multiple mouths. Like, if you've seen... Like, if you... Like, fucking... The illustrations for scary stories to tell in the dark were more scary. Well, <laughs> that's just nightmare feel for any child. Well, even, like, the simple ones. This is just another generic monster. It looks like a bad SCP copy, you know? <laughs> it really did, didn't it? It so did, yeah. That thing definitely came out of the back rooms. That feels like an SCP concept. You know, if you see someone commit suicide, it will haunt you and not really do anything. Just be there. Be scary, I suppose. Like, yeah, it's pretty creepy. No, no, no. The whole point of the thing was to make you see something, Mm -hmm. right? Drive you insane, and then at the end, you just kill yourself and infect someone else with it. Yeah, which... Oh, it's about trauma. That's not a good commentary on trauma. Also, I feel like Encanto did generational trauma really good. And then everyone else was like, I can do that too. And then they have like half-assed attempts on touching on the concept of trauma, but in really shitty, not even good ways. (laughs) Yeah. Now that's what Smile was. And I, I, this is something that bothers me. And I mentioned it yesterday after we watched it. But then I was thinking about it again and it still bothers me. There's this whole thing throughout the movie about bre- breaking glass. Like, there's broken glass yep. everywhere. Yep. She cuts herself multiple times on just broken glass constantly. And then that's not even how she dies in the end. She burns herself. What was the themes of broken glass? Her mind is shattered that, from trauma. No, we did that. With Split. <laughs> you can't <laughs> copy uh, everything. It's just, I've seen this movie a million times. Just such a generic, like, horror. You watched <laughs> Split? I know about Split. I didn't watch it. Okay, because I was like, oh, it's a trilogy. I'll start with Unbreakable. And I tried to watch it, and God, I fell asleep. <laughs> so early. 
Split felt. I was still in the train station. <laughs> Split felt pretentious. <laughs> and as well, much as I like, what's his name? There's no way you like M Night Shyamalan. No, the actor. What's his name? Oh, Mr. Uh, Tumnus. Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> Young Xavier. Hmm. James McAvoy. Yes, as much as I like James McAvoy, and I think he's a good actor. Every time someone has to do a multi-personality thing for a character, yep. actors are just so fucking over the top with it, and it's so annoying. <laughs> it really is. But you know what's more annoying? Hmm. Velma. Yes. We watched Velma. A hot pile of steaming shit. We watched the first two episodes? Yes. Awful. Awful. I know there's another episode. There's but... two other episodes. They're releasing them two at a time. So they can get it done faster? I don't know. <laughs> For the love of God, please. It's been tanked. And it's so fucking embarrassing that Mindy Kaling is just being like, it, 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 the criticism is because people are racist. And it's like, no, it's not. Yeah, there's some fucking racists, but a lot of it is like other POC people being like, this is bad. Because your story and characters are really bad. <laughs> also, she just makes fun of races the entire time. Mostly South, e South Asians. Yep, Asians. And it's just like, hey, your self-deprecating humor is uh, actually shitty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we not? <laughs> what they did to the characters is appalling. Mm-hmm. Because, like Shaggy. Let's just start with Shaggy. Or Normil. Norville. Norville. Norville, sorry. Like, I can, I, I could even see uh, Shaggy trying to be Norville. You want to know why? Because he did that in a Puff Mane Scooby-Doo. Can't even have a single fucking uh, original idea, Mindy. <laughs> Norville is now a black guy. Mm-hmm. Fine. Don't care. That doesn't change much about him. He doesn't right? even have shaggy hair. No, he doesn't. Which is so annoying. But he has an afro. I, I, he has like a fade going on. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's got his curly hair. Yeah. Um, he does a snacks blog, so he loves eating, mm -hmm. but he hates marijuana use. Yeah, hates drugs. And it, it, even though there's several scenes that naturally bring up that topic. There's actually a lot because they always talk about their drugs. Yeah, and, and also their drugs are named after their old catchphrase, like so zoinks stupid. and jinkies and whatever. Yeah. Uh, even though there's several scenes where he would have just been very easily naturally bring up the fact he does not like drugs. Instead, in like the first scene we see him, he's like saying something, saying something, and about drugs, which I hate. Like he stares directly into camera to just loudly exclaim this character information in like a horribly not... <sighs> No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the show's unnecessarily violent. It is. Like and the kid didn't have to have his leg cut off. No. And it's like, I like violence. I li Listen, I fucking smiling friends. If you're going to do violence, do it right. There's nothing violent about smiling friends. He punched that demon in the throat. <laughs> and then they ripped him to shreds and ate him. And then threw him into a fire. This is a real show, and it's a good one. God, Smiley Friends is so funny. <laughs> no, like, it wasn't so much the violence that got me. It's the weird, like, hey, all these, like, teenagers, they're just naked in the shower. 
But well, All the time. isn't it funny that they talk about it, it while they are doing what they're doing? We're so meta that makes it funny. Yeah. If you just reference something that's in reality so funny that's like all you need for a joke right mm-hmm. so clever <laughs> just the wit and a lot of the jokes feel like things only like pretentious rich actors in hollywood or california would even like relate to like i she's made this one joke i didn't get any of the jokes really she made this one joke and it was like it, it was pointed at like higher up people in like positions of i don't know it was just so weird i was like this feels like like no common person would get this Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) like when you watch like babylon or something like amsterdam and they're like oh this is the life us living the life of riches and wealth and it's like no one relates to this (laughs) a lot of belma's dialogue feels that way but in like a sad pathetic attempt of doing that. Yeah. Like Mindy wishes she could be one of the ones invited to Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that good at acting. No. <laughs> also, she's the executive producer, so you can blame all the horribleness mm. on her. She's I saw an interview with her and she's like, Everyone loves a strong female character, and I just wanted to really show off our strong female characters. And it's like Velma's not even strong. Or no, she's fucking she needs everything done for her. By other people. <laughs> and not even in a we support you type of way. Like the power of friendship deal. Like you would expect with the gang. Now she's just mean and nasty. And then people show up and help her for no reason. And then and then she just continues to be mean and nasty to everybody. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's got mommy issues. Mm-hmm. Get it? Get it? An original character. Get it? There's so many, that's another thing, there's so many things about this Velma series that feel eerily reminiscent of, so that there's a YouTube, like, fan-made project in a similar vein to, like, Riverdale, and they have one episode out. Oh, well, you should probably explain that, that Mindy is actually a huge fan of Riverdale. Yeah. And decided to infect the Scooby-Doo franchise with that bullshit. Because she wants to... She likes the mystery, and she could do that, too. Yeah. But, like, this other one on YouTube, this fan project, it's like, oh, Velma's mom, you know, used to do mystery stuff, but now she she doesn't anymore, and and whatever. I'm like, there's a couple of similarities. I'm like, do you guys, uh... Yes think about things to steal <laughs> yeah did you watch that and just start taking things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that would be really upset but that would also make the most sense i a part of me is like you're maybe this means that that fan-made youtube thing will get more support as people are looking for better versions of an adult scooby-doo type deal yeah. <laughs> and that one actually has scooby it is live action with a YouTube budget, and they have a real fucking dog, <laughs> unlike Velma. <laughs> yeah, cutting Scooby. At least she spared Scooby-Doo. Scrappy's in it. One of the when when Shaggy's doing his like snack blog thing, one of the commenters you see in his chat is like Scrappy ninety six or something like that. And, that doesn't mean Scrappy's in it. But they referenced Scrappy, but you couldn't have Scooby. Not even a single Nobody reference. likes Scrappy. No. That's why he's the villain of the first live-action movie they ever made. Apparently in um, Mystery Incorporated, which was the most recent cartoon of theirs before Velma, apparently they reference Scrappy a lot. Like, in the beginning, they're doing, like, a tour of all the uh, 
the baddies that they've caught. And someone's like, what about this one? And it's like, no, we don't talk about that one. He was just so annoying, Daphne. <laughs> and she's like, it's okay, Fred. He's gone. He's not going to be here. We promise. <laughs> Try. <laughs> <laughs> he is a very annoying character. Yeah. <laughs> so you said they're releasing these two out a week. I apparently two, three and four came out at the same time as each other. Okay. Apparently. You know that that seems to be the new fashion is doing that, mm-hmm. or somewhat. I, we're, we're steadily getting back to this weekly release thing. Mm-hmm. HBO makes sense because they actually air their stuff on premium cable. Yeah. But I kind of like the uh, hey, we're just dropping it all right now. Yeah, Watch I it. I like that because now like. Believe it or not, one of the best things about Wednesday was I could watch all eight episodes in one sitting. True. And we did. Like, if if it was going out weekly, I don't know if we would Oh, I would have lost interest really quick. Yeah. But like, the fact that I didn't have to move from my couch, mm-hmm. and I just played Pokemon while it played on like, TV. I'm just sitting here, and I'm like, I can't wait for the next Pokemon season to drop, because I'm going to sit there and binge the whole thing. Yep. Which is next did, month. Did you hear about what's happening with Attack on Titan? They're getting their final part three. Okay, so I haven't, I don't watch the show or anything, but this cracked me up. It's the final season, part three, part one. No. Yeah, they're doing that. <laughs> they're splitting the third part of the last season into two more parts. <laughs> How many final parts are there? I think just the three. Parts one, part two. <laughs> Presumably, I have no idea. I this is just bad all the way around. This okay. reminds me of Steven Universe. When Steven Universe was releasing episodes, they were we referred to them as Steven bombs in the fandom. What it was was they would be just nothing, months on end, not a single thing. Suddenly, there's like seven or eight episodes. Oh my god! And then just nothing, months on end. Like, no rhyme or reason. <laughs> <laughs> no schedules. Just... This <laughs> <coughs> is like Dragon Ball Z where you can like cut out all that and still get a good story yeah. in half the time. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we just watched Vox Machina season two. Yeah. Part one of three. Would you? <laughs> yeah. It's first... 12 episodes, right? Yeah, the first three episodes released. I forgot they Part did Part one that. of four. My bad. Uh, good first few episodes. We're getting to the point where I'm like, oh, yes, I, I remember these things much better. The, uh, the first season was like, I remember it, but it was a while ago. These events, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, I remember. For me, it's like, I watched this one time a year ago. They did jump to, a, like, a lot of new stuff right you, away. Yeah, it's a whole, I get it, it's a new campaign. Mm-hmm. But I was just like... I need to remember who these characters are and what they're capable of and mm-hmm. what their relationships are with each other. It didn't take me too long. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, okay, I do remember, like, you were part of this, like, famous family and now you're just tarnished and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. your elves are neglected because no one likes you. They're half-elves. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> they're half-elves and then there's a dwarf and a goblin or something like that. No. <laughs> and a troll. No, no, no. He's and a, a polar bear. No, no. <laughs> and a, a 
horned elf lady. There's, uh, she is an elf. There's two gnomes, a goliath, and there is a bear. Uh, I, unsurprisingly, the bear has still yet to do really anything. Tic tac? Uh, trinket. Trinket. See, I was close. You were so close. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the, the animators of the studio have spoken up and they said that Trinket got left behind a lot because bears are just hard to animate. And I was like, that's fine. But that's kind of the pitfall when one of your main characters has a pet bear and brings him everywhere with her. <laughs> you know? Damn. Okay. Yeah. Kind of interested how this is going to play out for the rest of the season. You yeah. already know the story. I have no idea where the season could end, though. Because from... Because the Whitestone arc was like... That was a whole story. From this point with the Chroma Conclave, it was kind of just like all one big... Like, there was many chunks. You know, they have to fight each dragon. I don't even know if they'll fight one of the dragons here. I don't know if they have time to get to it yet. Or if it's just, like, getting their weapons and stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how many seasons are we going to plan out for this show? That's really dragging it out. And then there's stuff after the Chroma Conclave. You, you know what that show... They, that I didn't really get into. You know what show's <laughs> coming back and I'm really excited because mm-hmm. I enjoyed the first season? And Invincible Season 2 trailer was really fun. Yeah. That was a cool way to it introduce it. Cute, smart, good stuff. <laughs> I was talking to someone who has read Invincible. Mm-hmm. They watched the show. They loved it so much. They went out and just bought the whole thing. Nice. And Smart. then they read it. And I was like, so how much more is left? And they were telling me quite a amount. Damn. Like, big amount of stuff. Oof. And I was like, if it's taking you this long to animate it, because when did that come out? 2019? Yeah. So, yes. It was just before the pandemic. I remember that. And your actors are already full-grown adults. Mm-hmm. Like, you might want to just churn out as much as you can, as fast as you can. That's the thing. With the shows like Invincible and Vox Machina, it's such, like, it's a high-quality animation with, like, really detailed characters, really high-quality, like, they move around and stuff, they do a lot of action things, that's difficult. And so it's like, even as fast as you go, even if you cut corners, it's still going to take a long time. Mm-hmm. Because it's just so much. <laughs> yeah, I... Meanwhile, something simplistic like Simpsons or, you know, uh, Steven Universe or whatever. Simple. Uh, both shows suck. <laughs> Simpsons and Steven Universe? You've never even seen Steven Universe. I've seen pictures. I've attempted to show you an episode or two. Yeah, and it hurt my feelings. How? Because I had to watch it. <laughs> it wasn't even a bad episode. I went in to show you one of the better ones. <laughs> Yeah, so you just throw me in the middle of something? It was... Look how good it is! It was in the beginning, where there wasn't a plot yet, and there was just misadventures of a boy who trying to figure out his superpowers. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Yeah. Ooh. I don't blame you. It's not for everybody. Like, Bluey is a kid's cartoon what nowadays. The... Have you heard of Bluey? No. It's the, it's like a kid's cartoon. They're about dogs. It's an like Australian kid's cartoon. And people are just, like, loving it everyone's talking about it and i was like oh my god it's the best thing ever and i've seen clips and stuff and i'm like yeah it's fine i don't i wouldn't watch it though <laughs> like it's not i'm sorry <laughs> it is now time for box office trolls Woo! it's been a, it's been a while it's been a hot minute and this is actually very blowing me away 
Avatar is still number one. I thought Puss in Boots would have toppled it. That's crazy. Six weeks in? Puss in Boots have been in for five weeks? Yep. What the fuck? I feel like those things came out yesterday. <laughs> um, is this the correct one? Is yeah, it? last weekend. Wow. Avatar 2 is breaking records. Yeah. Everything I wanted it to do, it's doing the opposite. Damn. I'm getting a little frustrated. That sucks. Because there's no way it's that good. But then I hear these people go, it's true cinema. It's like, no, it's fucking CGI. It's it's not true cinema. It's true animation. (laughs) Like, I found an article, okay? And it was about the most cinematic moments of the MCU, right? Mm -hmm. And one of them was the scavengers or ravagers or whatever from Guardians of the Galaxy 2 doing their uh, fireworks display for the death of Yondu. That's not cinema. That's animation. (laughs) That's just CGI. Like somebody's behind a computer playing with colors. Mm -hmm. He's got a wheel. He can use anything. That's not true cinema. If you do, if you fuck it up, guess what? You could like just click your polygons and move some things around and you don't need to spend thousands of dollars trying to get the explosion to look right. And now you can finally edit out Star-Lord and feel... Okay with the team. Nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've heard only good things about Puss in Boots. Yes, I've heard great things about it. It looks cool. I like the villain. I don't want to go to the theaters to watch it. No. I'm not paying $25 to rent it on Amazon. Apparently there's this new, like, like post-pandemic, people are just have just lost all, like, theater etiquette, apparently. Yeah, you know what the weird statistic is now? Hmm. Those most likely to go to theaters are in their middle age. Well, well, you know, I, they're still nostalgic for it, I guess. Yeah, well, why did Maverick do so well? Ooh. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> nah, that was a good movie. You want to hear a weird statistic I heard about, like, uh, an hour ago? What? It was, um, Hooters is doing really poorly. Like, the restaurant establishment? Yeah, we've known this. No, it's going to Like, they're shutting down places all over because people just don't want, like, boobs in their faces while they're eating <laughs> anymore. Like, mm. there's no there's no need for, like, a man's place like that. Okay, speak for yourself. I mean, it's just... <laughs> just kidding. I've been to Hooters maybe twice, and I was like, the food's not great. Yeah. And, no. I, I, I don't like this concept. It feels weird. It feels weird. Like, even if there was, like, a, an equivalent for, for women to, like, ogle dudes, I think it would still be weird in, like, a public restaurant-type scenario where people yeah. bring their kids and stuff. Yeah, they tried to go with this family-friendly, oriented thing. It mm-hmm. failed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they changed their outfits mm-hmm. to be less revealing. The chicken wings still suck. Which is really, that's the heart of it, isn't it? Doesn't matter how nice your boobs are, chicken tastes like ass. <laughs> and then, what what else did they do? Oh, they started creating, uh, like, ghost kitchens. What does that mean? A ghost kitchen, <laughs> we're going to go off on a tangent. And of course, we're at 50 minutes now. <laughs> that's how we always do it. <laughs> so in the fast food industry, they they started realizing during the pandemic that nobody can come inside. Mm-hmm. So what's the point of even creating a lobby? So they oh. started just creating these actual kitchens where they're buildings you can't really go inside some of them but basically if you could you just go to pick up the food i see there's nowhere to sit there's an establishment like that near us that we've been to recently right you're thinking of rallies yeah which is also checkers 
No, Riley's just old-fashioned. Oh, is that how they always done it? Yes, yeah, the way they always look. Oh, is that not similar to what it is, though? Kinda. I, I don't know if they would have a drive-through. It's really designed to cook and prep, prep and cook food for, like, DoorDashers. Oh, wow. DoorDash is another thing that's fucking tanking in these times. Yeah, <laughs> it's gotten so overpriced. It's so overpriced. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, why is Uber still expensive? Gas has gone down, dude. Yeah. That's... uh, mm -mm. No. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) So, number two, Puss in Boots. Number three, Megan. People are watching it. Yeah. uh... I've heard it's fun, but in, like, the room type of way. Like, it's not a good movie, but it's a fun one because of how bad it is. Well, yeah, it's a stupid little concept. Yeah. A new movie called Missing. Haven't heard of it. Don't worry, I'm missing it too. <laughs> uh, number five, A Man Called Otto. I don't know. Otto Octavius. No. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Uh, number six, Plane. Oh, that horror movie? It's not a horror movie. Oh, yeah, it's it's like an a... action movie. Right. Plane. Uh, no, in theaters. <laughs> movies like that used to dominate the box office long, long ago. They're just so, like, people look for story now. Like, you can have an action movie, like Bullet Train. You, you can have a big old action movie. John Wick, another great example. But people want a character. Deadpool 2. Oh, I guess. I, that's a superhero movie. It's not an action movie. Mr. Nobody. I'm just naming all his movies since he started it. Is that... Oh, is it the same guy <laughs> for both It's the same them? director. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's good at what he does. <laughs> He's got a style, for sure. Uh, David... It's not David Lynch. Le- Lech? Le- Le- Leech? Leechy? Le- okay. <laughs> Don't think it's Leechy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, Plane, starring mm-hmm. Gerard Butler. When was the last time Gerard Butler... Gerard s- Butler? Really? <laughs> yeah, King Leonidas from 300. Wow. From when you were a child. Huh. Well, someone's got to do something. Is he trying to be, is he like, this is my moment to be Liam Neeson from Taken. <laughs> he already had this trilogy of films called, it started with White House Down. Oh, yeah. And then London, or... London Down? It's called the Fallen Trilogy. Yeah, like a little generic. Olympus Fallen, uh-huh. London Fallen, and then there's another one. I'm pretty sure I watched it. I'm sure you have. I remember you telling me about these films. But yeah, I, I watch them because I like these dumb shoot 'em up movies, right? But they're nothing that I would actually go pay to watch. No. Like, that is something you put on when you don't know what oh, to do. You know when I would watch them when I usually watch movies like this? Hmm. Late at night when I'm by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just turn my, my brain off and I just become a simpleton. See some big old images running yep. around. <laughs> no, I just want to see a big gun on a big guy just shooting it. Nice. <laughs> Nice. That sounded wrong. <laughs> Sexy. <laughs> um, House Party. Number which, seven. Which one's House Party? It's a comedy, and I think it's a remake. Oh. What uh, isn't anymore? <laughs> the time that I got reincarnated as a slime, the movie Scarlet Blood. Bond. Wow. They made a movie? Scarlet Bond. My bad. Yeah. Dumb. You know what? It's dumb. I don't like that. Like, this, the premise is fine, but I think it's stupid, because they get reincarnated as a slime... And they, like, absorb a dying dragon because they befriended the dragon, so they get all the dragon's power. Because that's always the gimmick. 
with these anime where someone gets no, I was going to say, I know another anime where they died and they absorbed the power of a demon. Yep, that's, that's the gimmick. You get reincarnated as something weak and lame, and then you bullshit an excuse to get, like, all of this, like, power. And so even though you look like this weak, lame thing, you're actually super strong. You still strong. can't get laid. And then it just, and then even though they're, like, a slime, they become, they, like, shapeshift into a person. And I'm like, you're not even a slime anymore. That's dumb. I Aren't like people it. slime? What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, like a. Sl- There's some slimy people out there. <sighs> <laughs> Talking to you is so difficult sometimes, because I can always tell when you're trying to set up for something, but I don't know where you're going all the time. <laughs> Good news, I don't either. Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, still in there. Eleven weeks in the At box number office. nine. Uh, that will come out. Very soon on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. I want to watch it. Nice. I do, too. I'll watch it. No, you it. don't. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> Number 10, The Whale. Cool. Uh, if Did we're... you know his name is Brandon Fraser? Like, Razor. Fraser? Yeah. He came out and like did a video and he like said that. Fraser, like Razor. And he's like, people have been saying it wrong my whole career and I figured I'd come out and like it's like when Taylor Lautner came out and he's like, it's pronounced Taylor Lautner and everyone's like, It's not Taylor Laudner? Why haven't you told us? Yeah. We've been calling you this the whole time. <laughs> God, okay. Um the whale. If we're looking at most of these numbers, especially all the way up from the first one, Avatar, down to like 15, Babylon, right? Okay. And excluding anything new, so you can't see the week-to-week difference, obviously, because it's brand new. Mm-hmm. Only one film is actually having a positive in viewership. Which one is it? Uh, Women Talking. That's interesting. Nobody wow. wants to see that. Yeah, everything's in the negative because like no one wants to go. Shut up! <laughs> no one wants to go to theaters anymore. You know, it, it could be everybody already saw the stuff they wanted to, and now they're done. True, that's what I think. Uh, one last announcement is there will be a part two to this podcast. Yeah, and it will be shortly there if it's not there already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That one's going to be a little more fun. A little bit different. A little different because. Yeah, just listen to it. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, Dead Space comes out this week. It does. And I want everyone to go support it, despite how bad EA is. <laughs> is it EA? It's always been EA. Damn, didn't know that. Sorry, dude. You, you want to hear a little quick quick story there? Yeah. Uh, Dice made Dead Space for EA, right? Mm-hmm. EA consumed Dice, right? Fucked it all up. DICE was told by EA that they had to make it a multiplayer game, so they made Dead Space 3. Massive failure. Mm-hmm. They just gave DICE all the shitty projects. Their last project that I remember them doing was, uh, oh my god, Battlef- Battlefield Oh no. Hardline. So you're not even a soldier, you're just a cop. Oh. <laughs> it played horribly, I had it. Um, and I was just like, this is really sad that the guys who did Dead Space have just been just tarnished not... to this. Damn. So what do they do? They kill and chop it up 
They destroy DICE. Now, that horror game remakes are the, all the trend. Mm-hmm. They take another party that they already own, another developer, and task them with remaking this one. Who? I don't remember their name. Damn. Do you remember what they made? Dead Space Remake. Well, I guess we'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it's good. But EA is known to do... These major corporations do shit like that. It really pisses me off. It's weird how they'll do something and everyone will be like, that's a horrible idea. We could have told you a mile away that's a horrible idea. And they're like, we think this is good. And they just keep doing the thing. Yep. Even though I was like, don't. Don't do that. It'll be bad. Too late. (laughs) And that's why we got to tell Disney, no, we don't want Mufasa the Lion King. <laughs> Not only is that a dumb title, nobody asked for no, that. No, I already know the story. Don't give me that. I want to see Let, Kobo and wait, Kiara's wait, kids. Wait, does his brother kill him? <laughs> <laughs> it's been coffee break. Bye. Bye. <laughs>